Hello, Revolution family. We've got a great episode for you today, um, but we will be discussing uh, some more heavy and mature topics. So if you are a younger listener, uh, we just uh, advise you to check with your parent or guardian before uh, continuing with this episode. Uh, Or if you're tuning in with younger listeners nearby you, please use your discretion. Thanks and enjoy the episode. Welcome to Revolution Podcast, a place where we discuss the Bible, culture, faith, and why it matters for you. I'm Quinn, and this is my co-host Chase, and if you're looking for a podcast that explores the revolutionizing power of Christ in your life, then this is the show for you. Hello, Revolution family. We are back. Quinn, don't spit out the drink that you just took. Are you okay? I'm fine. Okay, we're good to go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I Quinn was like drinking something, and I made, and then he started laughing, and then I went three, two, one, go, and I pressed play, and here we are mm-hmm. uh, making this episode. Sometimes I just like to have it sneak up on us like that. The the whim. I wish we could carry around microphones together all day, so that whenever the fancy strikes me, we just start recording. Oh um, yeah. It would, no, that sounds terrible. Do you know how awkward that would be? That would be if actually really like, awkward. Could like, you imagine just like working together and then we're just like prepping beside each other and then we just have mics and you're just like, three, two, one, go. And then you're just like, hey, Revolution family. Uh, yeah, that'd be weird. And then that a customer the comes in and then it's like, That's would just, you like to be part of our episode? Mm, very boring. Mm-hmm. Not not good airtime whatsoever. Yeah, time do wasted. You know, do you know what is good airtime though? And do you know what would not be time wasted? What? Getting into the episode we have planned today. Dude, yes. We are asking ourselves... How far is too far before marriage? Look at me nearly forgetting where we're going with this. How far is too far before marriage? That's is a, I mean, us, me and you, when we've worked with the youth group uh, pretty extensively over the past year, and like, obviously we're teenagers too. And so we've gone through a lot of this kind of questioning, but especially among young people, um, people who are dating, this question comes up um, because, because, well, I mean, let's be frank, people are wondering like, you know, mm-hmm. um, what am I allowed to do? without sinning, right? Um, how far is too far before marriage? Um, do we want to dive into it or do you have any uh, updates from your life you'd like to share? Any questions uh, that you want to ask me? Any anecdotes you would like to disclose? Uh, not at the moment. That's oh, all g- oh, wait, oh, I, got, oh. I got one. Okay, sure. Mm. This is going to be really a really dumb one. Okay, that's okay. What's the better movie? Cars? Mm-hmm. Lego movie. Lego movie. No. Yeah. Dude, I thought you were going to say cars. Lego movie. Lego movie. Okay. Okay. Why? Um, Chris Pratt. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Morgan Freeman. And this is old. Oh, I can't do a Morgan Freeman voice. Ah, uh, yeah. uh, yes. And this is all true. Because it rhymes like that. That that's iconic. Um, because oh, what's the guy, bad guy's name? Lord Doom or something? Like, Lord. I was gonna say Farquaad, but that's not Shrek. Farquaad. Not Lord Farquaad. Anyways, he's hilarious. Like all the like the collection of stuff he has, like the the knife of exact zero. Like that's awesome. And then the the cop, like the good cop bad oh. cop joke with that guy, hilarious, but also kind of emotionally impactful. All the stuff with him and his family, like erasing his personality and gaining it back, like low key kind of deep. Um, hits different. Hits different. The 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 romantic like the romantic like subplot is actually pretty funny. Um, the thing about Emmett, I I really really enjoy. I like Chris Pratt a lot. Um, it looks really cool. Um, as a kid, it is absolutely fascinating to watch several times. The song, you like it as a kid and you hate it. Now, um, what am I? I'm, am I a kid or an adult at this point? 
Mm, adult. I think, oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, now the song just, you hear little kids singing and you're like, oh, it does make you twitch, twitch out a little bit. Um, but it is a great movie. Mm. Um, and I, I, I would watch it again as, as a piece of deep cinema, mm-hmm. uh, which I admire as a work of art. Wow. Did you say Cars? Dude, Owen Wilson. I, d- I do love Owen Wilson. Just, I don't know. When I see him in some other movies, I'm just like, for the longest time, I didn't know Owen Wilson was uh, Lightning McQueen. Oh, <laughs> good <child. laughs> I, I I don't know. Just Cars is wow. just... <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I love Owen Wilson. <laughs> good <child. laughs> He says that in every movie, dude. He didn't. I, I won't go over it now because I don't. I'm gonna forget what he. There's a stat where he has been paid thousands of dollars, pretty much to say, "Wow." Yeah, like he gets paid. Like he he says it in every single movie. It's his thing. It's his thing. Good job. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, why don't we get into the episode? Right. Um. On the topic of childhood movies, cartoons, Disney, and Pixar, let's talk about how far is too far before marriage. Hmm. Good transition. Um, thanks. I, I actually, it felt smooth, well-connected and relevant. So mm. pretty proud of it. Yeah. Um, so this conversation is maybe, Quinn, a lot around purity, mm-hmm. um, a lot around marriage, a lot around um, relationships, the the point of relationships, um, how we're supposed to act within relationships. And then it's also, frankly, questions around sex, sexuality, how that plays into the Christian life, um, and how that also relates, like, you know, like how, how do how do all of these things, sex, relationships, marriage, um, how do all of these things relate to our one purpose, or maybe not our one purpose, our chief purpose, which is to glorify and enjoy God. Um, that's kind of, that's kind of the jungle we're wading into here. What, what, what do you make of this question? Um, how far is too far before marriage? Where, where do you want to start off with that? Oh man. Yeah. I think, um, even just maybe a little bit of a roadmap where mm. we're going to kind of look at a couple principles maybe that with this question. Yep. Um, and so we, we want to ask the question eventually, um, what is your purpose in dating? Mm-hmm. If you're asking this question, um, and then what are you wanting out of this relationship? And um, is this even the right question to ask? Right. Um, because it, it is a purity question. And so why are you asking this question? Well, maybe start off with, you might be asking the wrong question if you're asking this. Mm, what do you mean by that? Yeah. I mean, I, I would say that if you're asking this question, you're, you're, you're t- trying to see how far you can go before sinning in a relationship. Mm. Right? So you're trying to find this, you're, you're asking the question for a, for a concrete boundary. Right. Um. But if you're asking that question, you're you're not actually looking to glorify God in this relationship. Hmm. You're just trying to get something out of it for yourself, hmm. while still maintaining a Christian, a Christian maintain appearance. A, yeah. Okay. So you said you got the wrong focus in the relationship. You, you're wondering what are you allowed to do before you start sinning. Um, maybe we can talk about our concept of sin in this sense, sexual sin, um, or, or maybe not the sexual sin. I, I don't know if I love that phrase. Um, sinning with our bodies, sinning, um, in the act of sex. Um, wh- why, 
maybe we can start off with this. Why stop anywhere before marriage? Like what what is what is the point of reserving sex for a marital relationship? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think first off, I mean, sex is meant to be with one person mm. um, within a marriage, um, but it's meant to be with one person who you're deeply connected to, mm. right? Um, intimacy is something that is very um, personal. It's meant to be with one person. If you go around um, just sleeping with everybody, you're you're um, you're deeply connected with that person then you're pulling away right and then you're going to person to person and you're leaving a little bit of that of yourself with that person every single time because right. you're so emotionally connected and so god tells us to um save sex or marriage because it's it's for our own good mm. um because i mean there's so many tv shows where it's like people just sleep around and then they're actually feel like worse mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. um and, and there's a reason for that because so many people experience that. Right. But rather God's like, no, actually, it's meant to be with one person where you can enjoy this because mm-hmm. sex was designed um, for marriage and God made it to be enjoyable. But it's not meant for just ev- everybody to do everybody. Right. What's the difference between somebody, like, you, you know, you said like, like going around and sleeping with lots of people, not a good idea. What if you're just, you're just, you're like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going around sleeping with lots of people. I'm just dating one person who, right. who I want to get married to, right? Like, what's the difference between like dating somebody who you're committed to and being married to somebody who you're committed to? What, like, what, why does, why are we like drawing these distinctions? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what's the difference there? Yeah. Oh man. You you got me on a good question because I've I've thought about this a lot, um, but I'm just drawing a blank. No, that's all good. Um, perhaps dating is endable. Dating is something you can back out of. Dating isn't permanent. Mm-hmm. Marriage, except in like very horrific cases is permanent no matter what you cannot back out of like um, i'm speaking from a biblical perspective you cannot back out of a marriage because things aren't going well you cannot back out of a marriage because of a character flaw you have learned about your spouse you cannot back out of a marriage because of something you've learned about your spouse's childhood you cannot back out of a marriage because you don't like this habit your spouse has marriage is permanent. I, I one think you described it like you're chaining yourself to somebody else and saying, we got to figure this out now um, because people are fundamentally broken. And so relationships in a lot of ways simply don't work um, because we're broken, um, but they can work given enough work, given that time, given that commitment, given that, that God-driven focus. Um, and so, but when you're dating somebody, when a lot of those issues can come up, well, it, it's really hard for us to work through our differences. Um, I don't really like this one thing he does. Um, I find it annoying when she does this and she's not listening to me. And it's, you know, we're, we're not communicating well. And you can just stop dating. You can stop seeing each other, right? Like that can be that. When you're married, you got to work through it, right? And so marriage is this 
commitment before God. It's a covenant. It's a, it's a contract with witnesses. You are signed. You are bound to this person. Like the Bible speaks of this one flesh. Is that in a sexual sense? Yes. Is that in a spiritual sense? Yes. That is also in an, uh, what would you say? Uh, in, in, a, in a sense of your responsibilities. Your responsibility is now for your spouse. Your, your duty is for your husband. Your duty is for your wife. And so even in those moments that are very difficult, that for a couple that's just dating in an impermanent relationship, like, you know, you might love the person you're dating, um, but maybe, you know, things get really, really, really hard and then the relationship just burns out and you're done, Right. When you're married, you 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 stick it out, and you so and so then you kind of because because you have because you're forced into sticking it out, mm-hmm. even when it's difficult, you're forced to work because you you are able to work through like you're able to work through your relational problems. Everybody is. It is a matter of sticking it out to the end, right? Like that's. I mean, we don't need to get into arranged marriages versus like uh, versus um like choosing who you get married to, but the like. Arranged marriages work for a reason. I know sometimes they can go quite badly, but vast majority of the time, they like arranged marriages work because you, because when you have the right focus, the right emphases, the right principles guiding your marriage, which is we are going to like we're going to love each other, um, and often you come to love a person. In, like more deeply within a marriage because you get to know them better and in knowing somebody you can love them more um but also you're you're committing to choosing that person even when it's hard even on the bad days even when you don't want to you're choosing even if i even if we go through times when it is difficult for me to love you i'm gonna i'm going to choose to act that way anyways i'm still gonna talk with you i'm still going to like fulfill my household responsibilities i'm still going to do this and this and this because we are committed to each other bound to each other and so it is it is this beautiful thing where um, you take two broken people, put them together, and there's a lot of happiness and joy that comes from that. And there's a lot of very hard, trying things. But in working through those difficult times, you actually come out with a better marriage on the other side because you know them more, you love them more, you've worked through hard things. Um, and so, that, sorry, we're just talking about like marriage right now, and that's a commitment before your family, before your community, and under God. Um, it is an unbreakable bond till death do us apart. And so now, sex. Why do we reserve sex for that kind of relationship? It's what you said, Quinn. Um, sex is something that you are meant to have with one person. We call that person your spouse. Um, you are. It, it is an expression of the one flesh relationship you're supposed to have. And it is a, I mean, it's a, it's a, a biological thing that God created within us as well. A pleasurable thing. It is a spiritual act in the bonding sense. It is also biologically bonding as well, but it bonds you with this person. And so if you're, no matter, like, even if you love somebody, um, and you're dating them. The principle is to bind yourself to them before emotionally, like like actually like on, on a responsibility level, on a level of your obligations, bind yourself to them publicly in a marriage under God, before God as your witness. And 
then bind yourself to them physically, then bind yourself to them emotionally and spiritually. Um, and so it, it, is a, it is a principle of respecting God, because this, this is the design God has made. It is a principle of simply knowing how relationships work, and that, in fact, the wisest thing you can do for you, and, and if you actually claim you love this person, like show you love them by acting wisely and, and doing what's best for them, because you're not doing them any favors by sleeping with them and then breaking up with them later. <laughs> um, the best thing you can do for them is that, like, if you guys aren't meant to be married, then, then you do not want to have slept with them. And if you guys are going to get married, show this person who is your future spouse, show your future wife, show your future husband respect by, <laughs> uh, by, by, not breaking these God-given principles. Because um, um, if the best thing for the person you claim to love is to wait for a permanent relationship before introducing that kind of physical intimacy, then don't break that. Wait for that that, that those bonds, those those joyful chains, um, those free, freeing chains. Um, wait for those to be placed within you, that contract to be signed, that obligation under God, and then bring that in. That is the best. You claim to love that person, and you claim to to you know break these boundaries in the name of love. Show them love by being better than your physical desires. Show them love by treating them the best way you can treat them. Show them love by treating them as wisely as you can. And like, listen, if you guys get married, you will have plenty of time to show them love in other ways too. Like that, that like that's not a problem. Like, but, but first become intimate, connected, um, compatible on emotional level, on a spiritual level, learn who they are, learn their family, learn how to work with them, learn how to work through difficult things. And you know, that doesn't need to be like, it doesn't need to be a long time. Like I, I, I truly believe like fall in love and get married. Like you don't need to go through years of working through stuff to really know if they're the person. Like, like, like if, if you fall in love with somebody, get married. Um, because like those hard times, they're going to come. And, but the thing you, I don't, I, I truly believe you don't need to be worried about, will I be able to work through this with them or not? Because if you are in that committed marital relationship, which you can't break, you're stuck with them and you will work through it simply by necessity. And that I, I, I believe that you, you can work through almost anything with almost anyone, but that pressure has to be put onto you to not mm -hmm. be able to leave. And so like, yeah. So, so, I mean, maybe, maybe some of the problem comes with drawn out relationships, right? Like drawn out dating periods. Maybe that, because of course, like, of course, when you love someone, you want to be with them physically. God, like, like, I mean, read the Bible, read the song, like read, read Song of Songs, right? Like, like God created this intimate love for you guys for a reason. It, it is very, um, like passionate, spontaneous, overflowing, loving in a, yes, in an emotional way and in a physical way too. Like, like you read Song of Songs, the, like the, the, the couple delights in each other physically. Um, and that, that's a good thing. But in Song of Song, there's this line, um, like, don't awaken the springs of love before they may flow. Or I'm paraphrasing. That's the, that's the CSV, the CSV yeah. right there. Um, but, like that, but that's kind of the point, right? Is that um, it, like, if you're in love with a woman or if you're in love with a man, you are going to want to love them physically as well. And I, maybe I'm like, I, I don't know. I, I believe you should just get married.
right? Like don't, mm-hmm. don't marry them the same day you meet them. Like, like get to know them, get to know their family. Like you should know who you're marrying, but you don't need to like be scared to marry them. I don't, I don't think you should be scared to marry someone. So yeah, I mean, I've, I've said a lot of things there and maybe I've gotten off a, a bit off track, but w- what do you think? Yeah, I, I, I think definitely, I mean, it, it all comes down to um, how far is too far before marriage? Well, I think it comes down to, you need to ask yourself, how much do you want to respect them? Mm, right? Because yeah. if you, it, let's say you don't want to respect them um, and, and you actually are just dating them to sleep with them. Yeah. Well, I would say that's a terrible, terrible thing. Yeah. First to, off. Yeah. Toward, like towards that person primarily, towards yourself and towards God. I, I would say respect is a, is a huge, huge piece of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you don't respect someone, you're, you're going to compromise on, on certain things in general. Of course, yeah. And also like um, just launching off something you said there, um, don't be afraid to hold yourself to like oh, respect them even if they don't want you to. Um, yeah, I know mm-hmm. a lot of like, I, predominantly in a lot of teenage relationships, it's like the guy who's pushing the girl's boundaries. And, um, I, I, I've been able to talk with some people who are in situations like that. And it's like, like, and it's not like, you know, like, like, like if you love somebody, of course you want to love them physically. And so, um, it's like, well, if, if they, if they want to go there and I kind of want to go there, let's just go there. And it's like, even if they don't want you to respect them, that doesn't mean you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they want to go to these places, even if they want to cross these boundaries, just because they want to doesn't mean it's okay. Doesn't mean it's good. Doesn't mean it's right. Yeah, is it is it helpful and good if both people in the relationship have strict boundaries and really want to keep them? Yes, of course that helps. 100%. But if somebody's pushing you and you want to go to the place they're pushing you, it, it is not more loving to give in. Mm-hmm. It is not more loving to give in to somebody's wrong desires. That, that is not how you love somebody. Loving people can mean doing what's best for them even if they don't want you to. That, 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 is, that, is, that can be love, right? That, that often is love. Um, I feel like I might've had something else to say there, but that, that was kind of the thing on my mind. I definitely had something else I want to say from what you said. Noel, good. Yeah, and I, I think respecting them um, no matter where they're at. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think this can come down to the relationship as a whole. It's it's respecting them like if if they're just pushing your buttons, it's like, no, you, you actually have to choose to still respect them mm-hmm. and care for them. Mm-hmm. Um, even, I mean, going back to that that marriage thing, yeah. um, the, not marriage thing, um, but that not, thing that you were saying <laughs> about marriage. Yeah. Um, sometimes I, I've heard it said you have to choose to love someone sometimes. Mm. It's like you may not actually want to love them right now, but you have to choose to. Mm-hmm. And and I think this this is also just a a human thing. It's like we have to choose to care for people as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, even if someone's someone's hurt you, yeah. Um, you still gotta choose to care for them. Yeah. Um, no matter what, because I mean, Jesus cared for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I, I oh, I remember the thing I was going to say. Okay, um, and I think it launches a bit off of what you've been saying. It's about the principles that you want to guide your relationship. Do you do you want a relation? I mean, maybe let's say this. Maybe the principle of trust is a good place to start. Um, do you want trust to govern your marriage? Do you want to have trust with your spouse, with your wife, um, with your husband? 
do you want to be able to trust that they don't compromise on their principles? Um, are they compromising on principles when you're dating? Um, how easily do they give in to the things they said they wouldn't do? Um, because listen, if, if, if you're the one who's pushing against those boundaries, if you're the one who is denying those principles, just think from your from your partner's point of view, from your boyfriend or your girlfriend or, or your, your future wife or your future husband, do you want them to think of you as a person who so easily gives in to just carnal desires? Do you want them to think of you as a person who can't stand on principle? What if you're like in like a corporation, uh, you, you work around an office um, and you're uh, a man or you're a woman and you're surrounded by you know, maybe there's an attractive person in the office and you're spending eight days or eight hours a day five days a week with them um that might that like that's a significant portion of time uh possibly more than you spend at home um do you want your spouse to be able to trust that you're not going like that there's that there's nothing there right mm -hmm. um do you want your spouse to not have to worry about that like do you want your spouse to um just have such trust in you that those that the anxieties of um not just not just full out cheating but of flirtation right like that those anxieties do, do you want them to just be completely free of those anxieties because it's not even a possibility that you would do that because you stand by your principles um because the principle of marriage is total commitment. But in dating, if the principle is we are going to wait uh, to um, be with one another physically until marriage and you push against that and you give in to just how you feel, um, why should your spouse think anything differently of you in other situations? Why wouldn't you just give in with other people too? Um, so, you know, and maybe that can, that can go to a lot of things besides just... Um, extramarital relationships and flirting and that sort of thing. But that, I, I think that, that that can become a major thing for people very easily. And maybe it's something you don't think about too much. So do you want the principle of trust to govern your marriage? Do you want the principle of, of what would you say, uprightness before God to govern your marriage? Mm -hmm. Do you want to be a couple who can come before God um, and talk to him shamelessly? Do you want to be a couple who who does not, who doesn't feel the need to hide things from God, who is in constant communion with God? Do you, do you want to be first and foremost believers who push each other towards God uh, before, do you want to be children of God before you're a lover, before you're a husband, before you're a wife, before you're a friend? Do you want the principle of I'm a child of God first to govern your marriage? Because I don't. I don't know if you can have a happy marriage without that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and I think it's it's also that your relationship with God um, should be number one. Because I mean, C.S. Lewis uh, said he said, "When I have learned to love God better than my earthly dearest, I shall love my earthly dearest better than I do now." Mm -hmm. That's really good. Um, because as you learn to love God more. Um, you get to see his character and that's actually how you're going to to then learn to care and love for your spouse or yeah. the person that you're dating because it's all centered on God. And do you date them so that you can know God better mm. um, through um, that relationship? Yeah. Do you do you learn how to serve, serve? Are you dating that person so you can learn how to serve them? Yeah. And 
and to serve God through that? Are yeah. you trying to glorify God in that relationship? Because if you're not, then then what are you trying to do? Totally. I just thought of something. I'd, I've noticed um, with maybe our friend group and some other people I know, um, when somebody meets a girl, the first question is like, so when are you guys going to be dating? Right? Like that's like, everybody wants to know, like when are you guys getting together? Right? Um, but then when they're dating, I don't know if I've ever heard anybody ask you when you're getting married. Right? I think we might place too much of an emphasis on dating, um, which wasn't like, it's kind of like, you know, the concept of getting to know somebody. Like, I mean, back in the day, it was much more about the families getting to know each other than the people involved. That's like, what courting, like, that's why I know people that still court. Yeah. Like, and there, there's a, like, like I, I, mo- like modern people, me included sometimes, and I'm trying to stop it, but like we, we tend to think that like our way of doing things is right and most smart because it's the most recent way to do things. It's like people, like people who lived in the past weren't dumb, right? Like there, there's a reason courting existed. There's a reason arranged marriages happened. There, there is a reason for the way people used to go about stuff like this. Um, and so this, you know, kind of the recent phenomenon of dating, right? Like a very, very sexual relationship, um, uh, maybe a very impermanent relationship, a, a, uh, a way to be fulfilled emotionally and sexually until it doesn't suit you anymore. Like that, that's what modern dating is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as Christians, we, we, you, you just, you simply cannot date the people around like the way people around you will date mm-hmm. you you can't right like you can't have it that way you can't try to take that and then cram it back into the bible visions of dating the, so the bible's vision of dating because they they're just not the same thing the modern um picture of what dating is even if you don't practice it this way if you're living by the principles of modern dating what it comes down to is a very sexual impermanent relationship that satisfies you until it doesn't and then you find a new one right that's what modern dating is and so if you if your relationship resembles that um even just in the 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 thought of it right like um even in the like oh that now that we can date we can like um like we can be together physically right or uh we can sleep together or maybe like you know all that sort of stuff um and you know like you're dating like oh i don't really know if i want to marry them so we're just kind of figuring it out it's like whoa what what do you mean so i you know this is why i've I've talked about i've talked about this with some people but like even like the word like dating i don't love it because it's like i think a lot of people can mean a lot of different things by it and i'm happy to use the word dating um in a biblical sense right like i'm happy to use the word dating to mean a situation where you are getting to know somebody and your families are getting or you're getting to know their family with the express intention of getting married and soon i think that's what that's what biblical, I, you know, I'm, I'm a 17 year old kid talking about this. So what do I know? But <laughs> honestly, I believe that's the, the most biblical picture I can think of for dating. Right. Um, yeah. So I'm happy to use it in that sense. Uh, the, I'm sorry. I'll just quickly say, yeah. I think my, my problem with the word dating is that a lot of people don't mean it that way. And I don't like that. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of people, they date just for fun. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's again super super common yeah I'm, i mean a lot of people that date just in high school even middle school yeah um they just date for fun they don't they don't know why they're dating all yeah. these kind of things um but like you said i mean you should date with a purpose mm-hmm. um what that purpose is i mean 
that that can vary depending on who you are and your your thoughts for your life but it should firstly be date to marry this person but yeah. also get to know them yeah get to know them learn to care for them learn to love them yeah um i i would say and, and then learn to glorify god through that relationship i i don't know what else really matters then mm-hmm. yeah yeah i i mean I think before before you get into a relationship with somebody, you should you I I would you say it's a it's a mix, it's a balance. I don't think you should try to figure out dating on the fly, right? Like you shouldn't get into a relationship and be like, oh, okay, now that I'm here, um, how do I avoid temptation and how do I glorify God in this? It's like, whoa, back up. Figure that out before you before you act, like you get involved with this person. You should you should go into any relationship no like I want like I want to be married, right? Like, and and if you seriously proposition uh, another uh, a man, sorry, or you proposition a woman, you're like, I, I would like like, will you go out with me? I, I want to get to know you. Um, it should be like, I mean, you know, you don't have to like right off the bat come up with a bunch of flowers and a creepy smile and be like, I want to get married. Um, but pretty early on in the relationship, as a believer, you should be like, like, hey, I like I think this is going well. Um, and I would like to continue getting to know you and continue to getting to know God with you. Um, and I, I would like this to progress towards marriage. And that should simply be the purpose of the relationship. Like there, there's no other reason. There's literally no other reason to date somebody. Like getting to know them is important. Yes. But also you will get to know them significantly better in 50 years of marriage than in seven months of dating, right? Like, yes, you should get to know them while you're dating them, but you will not like you will not fully get to know them and that's okay you don't need to know everything about them you don't need to like you don't you will get to know them so much better through marriage than through dating and that's a good thing right like it's good um so primarily the purpose of dating should be moving towards marriage glorifying god getting to know them to a reasonable amount and and like falling in love with this person. Like you should marry somebody that you've fallen in love with. Like you should be crazy about them. You should be uh, anxious to be with them. Like you you should be fighting for time to spend with them. Like, like, like let your love for them overflow. That's a good thing. And that should like, like, like imagine love like as a river of like forceful water pushing you, let it push you towards the ocean of marriage. Um, maybe it's not quite as powerful, but Man, it it is a much more expansive than the river. It is there's so much more to explore. There is such a greater journey on the ocean than in the river. And don't worry, the force is there too. There are riptides, there are currents, there are storms that will come over the ocean. Like the ocean is like it's not you're not giving up something like passionate and powerful for something kind of calm and and boring. The ocean is exciting, but it is so much larger, more expansive. So let the river of this falling in love push you towards the ocean of marriage um where you will get to know your fellow um shipmates so much better where where you can have that physical relationship that that enhances the emotional and spiritual connection and so much more so yeah i don't know mm-hmm. that's kind of principles of dating for me yeah no i i really like that and i think something that i i would I would like to do, and, and you can, if you don't want to do this, we could, we don't have to, mm-hmm. um, but kind of look at some ways that someone who might be dating, they, they can apply this episode. Oh, that sounds fun. Um, so one for me, I would say, I mean, I would say date in a community. That That's a big one that they, that they 
at our youth group. You're they, not they saying struggle. date a community, date in a community. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me. Um, more. So I, I would say one, that means I would say date um, in a way where your friends get to know the person. That's good. Yeah. He, your friends are going to be, they're going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like in, in the song of songs, there's the man that speaks, yep. the woman and, and her, her friends. And her friends, right? And they got, they got to let her know what's up. They're like, woman, you love her? That makes like, there's a reason we say that, that William Shakespeare said that winged Cupid is painted blind, right? Like, like, um, yeah, no worries. Just you know, off the top of the head. I don't know what this, no, I, I, I really just really like that passage of Shakespeare. Um, love is blind, right? Like that's, that's the point he's making. Like love can't really see everything correctly. Yeah. Um, because you get like, it's like I said, it's like, it's a, it's a river. You get caught up in it. You can get swept away in being in love. And so it is like beyond helpful and necessary and biblical to, like you said, go and have a community around you of friends who will let you know what's up. Yeah. And, and I'm not, and that, that might mean, I mean, have each other over for dinner. Mm, Like, yeah. Bring your girlfriend over to meet your family. They should meet your family. Uh, they should know your family before you get married. Um, but, but have them over for dinner, get, let them get to know your family. Mm -hmm. Um, and vice versa you should get to know her family. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying you have to do every single date is at your place or their place mm-hmm. um, for dinner. Mm-hmm. I would say you definitely reserve time to spend time one-on-one. Yeah. Um, but date went in a community where people can get to see you guys. Yeah. Just get to see how you interact, how you talk. Yeah. Um, something that I, I heard said is, for for a woman, see how the man treats his his mom. Mm-hmm. Do they treat her with respect yeah. and love and compassion and care? Yeah. Um, because that's how they're going to treat you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, vice versa too. Uh, yeah, and see how. Um, I mean, both. I mean, maybe this applies to both. But it totally applies to both. See how they treat their parents. Yeah. Um, because that's actually that's actually very important. The Bible says to respect your father and your mother. Um, that that is vi- vitally important. Um, so how how seriously do they take that um do do they i mean and hey i i can also just say like i know people get a very complex relationships with their parents like 100%. i know like i know not every parent is good to their child like i understand that but there there are ways to respect even within that right and obviously can look different and that's that's why you should get to know it right like yeah. see see how they live that out and whatever their situation happens to be um totally thought i had something oh practical steps um, have an open conversation with this person, um, that you are falling in love with and say, Hey, um, like if we're together forever, um, what do we want to be the, the, the house, the household rules? What, what do we want to be the the things we live by? What do we want to be the things we work on together? What, what is our focus? What are the, the principles that are going to guide us in mm-hmm. this? We've got to be honest with each other. We got to communicate. We got to respect each other. We got to speak kindly even when we don't want to. We got to speak honestly even when we don't want to. We have to make appropriate amounts of time for each other. We have to um, love the thing like 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 be interested in the things in which the other person is interested you have to support them in their pursuits and their dreams like like don't just assume stuff like that if you assume honesty is going to happen in your relationship without any work or talk about it like oh my word no people are 
people have to be forced to be honest. That's, you know, obviously there's a degree of honesty that just comes in friendships and relationships, but there is also a degree of dishonesty and it can be Mm -hmm. small. There is room for none of that in a marriage. There is room for no dishonesty whatsoever. And the principles that guide your marriage are the principles that guided your dating relationship. Mm-hmm. So if you want to have a good marriage, you, you better start working on that right now. And like, and also start and know that going into your dating relationship, know what you want, know you want to get married, know you want to glorify God, know you want honesty, trust, communication, love, respect, support, know that that's what you want and communicate that with the, this um, person that, that you're interested in. Just have open, honest conversations about that and and work with this man or work with this woman um, to figure, because obviously this looks different in all sorts of different contexts, right? Like some people mm-hmm. have really shady pasts that they want to hide. Some people are open books. Like, you know, there's, there's degrees to which you need to work through this with people. Um, but... But, but do work through it. Do have those conversations. Do establish those principles now before you're married, before the, the really hard storms come. Because when the storms come, often all that's left is the structure, the foundation, right? Like, you know, a lot of things can be blown away in, in the course of life, like through health scares, through death, through trials, um, a lot of stuff can just be torn back, um, stripped down to the foundation. So what's the foundation of your relationship? God. Your pursuit of God. Your choice to love one another when the chips are down. Your choice to respect her. Your choice to support her dreams. Your choice to love her with everything within you and your choice to love her most by loving God more. That should be the foundation of your relationship. And so, um, but uh, you know, Quinn, would you build a a house and then build the foundation afterwards? No, of course not. Foundation is the first thing you do. So if you're going into a relationship before anything else, you best start laying that foundation. That gives you something to build on. So circling back to our kind of question of the episode, how far is too far before marriage? I don't think we're going to draw like strict lines, like you're allowed to touch them here and you're allowed to touch them there and you're allowed to do stuff for this amount of time and you're you're allowed to do it here, but don't get into a bed or, you know, don't do it at this time. Like we're not going to be, I don't, I don't think we're going to be drawing lines like that. Um, but what we would like to provide you, we, like we, don't, we would like to provide you guys with principles. Um, we would like to provide you guys with a shift in focus yeah your focus should not be how much can i take um before marriage your goal should be what can i build before marriage Mm -hmm. um and like that like introducing deep physical intimacy like that before marriage um just is like we, we talked about it it's unwise for a number of reasons and so um how far is too far before marriage um why don't you ask God, uh, pray, let it like, see what he thinks. Um, and, uh, don't trust yourself too much. Um, don't think, well, if we just go this far, we'll be able to stop at that point. It's like, have you, have you, do do you know people who've tried to do that? Yeah. I, I know many, none of them succeed. Right. Um, once, once you cross that line, oh, and then uh, once the temptation you, is even more is even yeah, because well, because if if you say this is the line, um, you're most likely going to cross 
like if you go right up to it, you're gonna you're most likely gonna cross it. Um, and then once you cross it, it's really easy to cross it again. And it's like, okay, well now this is the new line, and you go right up to it. And you know, so that so that's what we're saying, right? It's like this: you're asking the wrong question. There there should be no pushing of the lines. Um, there should be a refocus, a reshift of what this relationship is about. And and again, the drawn out, the drawn out dating, the the lack of emphasis on marriage. It's like, I I mean, I don't know. I know people have lots of different thoughts about this, but you shouldn't be married or so you should be dating for five years. You shouldn't be engaged for like more than a year. Like like once you fall in love. And, and you know them, and they're godly, and they love God more than anything else. Get married. Get married, mm-hmm. um, and like like find a a godly man. Find a godly woman who who loves and adores God and has their head screwed. Don't marry somebody dumb. Somebody who has their head screwed on. Listen, if you get married to somebody, if you live with a dumb person for fifty years, you will go crazy. Do not put yourself into that situation. So find a godly man or woman who has their head screwed on straight and who you, and, and there's lots of people like that. So make it somebody that you love uh, and then get married. Um, and it, it doesn't need to be this drawn out process. Like it's not like you have to wait for like two, three, five, ten more years before um, like enjoying this part of the human body that God meant for you to enjoy. It's like, no, I, it, it, like it, the waiting actually isn't that long if you're, if you have somebody that you love. And so anyways, I, I would just say, our focus here isn't to give you like step-by-step guideline of you can do this, but not this. Our step, our, sorry, our focus is to say, um, what do you want your marriage to look like? What's the purpose of a relationship in that sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what would you say kind of relating back to our first initial question, end of show thoughts, how far is too far before marriage? Yeah. How far is, I mean, you, you kind of said it all there. I, I, I would say, yeah. How much do you want to respect them? Yeah. How much do you want to care for them? Because if you care for them, you're not going to go that far mm-hmm. because you're respecting them as a person and you're respecting God's will for, for marriage. And that's, and he designed that he designed sex for marriage, not for dating for a reason. Yeah. That's good. Awesome. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up pretty good. Thank you guys for joining us on this episode. Whatever platform you're listening on, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd just love if you could follow the show, leave a review. Uh, it's a little way to support us, but it means a lot. Go follow us on Instagram at Revolution Pod for more updates on what we are up to, new episode updates, uh, other resources we are putting out, new things we are doing. All the information will be on there. Uh, and tune in next week uh, to our ep- uh, to our uh, episodes. They come out every single Tuesday, so uh, you can expect regular additions from us. And if you enjoyed this episode, uh, you know somebody who, for whom it would be helpful, interesting, or necessary. Just love if you send this to a friend. Uh, support the ministry. That way means a lot as well. And if you'd like to hear our thoughts on some other subjects, you can scroll back in our uh, admittedly short catalog of episodes. But uh, I think there's some pretty good ones out there. So anyways, love you guys. We'll catch you next week. See ya.